Hey everybody, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Craig and sitting across from me is the one and the only, the famous Brandon Chenault. That's me. Got a mouthful of something over there. I don't know what you, what are you eating over there? It's a Mountain Ops protein bar. Okay. This one is, it's actually really good. I haven't had this one before. It is Conquer Caramel Crunch. Well, what you don't know and what you did not see about five minutes ago, we have um, these big. Uh, what do you call these things on our on our mics? They're kind of um, they're pop filters. Yeah, they so are. they're they're big. They're um, they're on the heads of our mics here. Well, his pe- fell off and fell behind his chair, <laughs> and um, I, next thing I knew, he's tipping over. I was about to, on the floor. <laughs> I'm just thankful the legs on the chair didn't break. Yeah, I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I think I pulled something in my back." <laughs> It's a sign you're getting older. It is a sign you're getting older. So let me just say this at the beginning of this as we get started. Today is my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Anita. Yeah, happy birthday, Anita. And um, affectionately, my grandkids call her Nia. Mm-hmm. And so, Anita, I hope you have a great day. we kind of been celebrating over the last three and four days. So, um, you know, in our family, it's not just one day. It can be three or four days. It can be up to a month. Yours, I, I don't yours know. is a month. I mean, I remember when you first showed up, you're like, hey, mine's the whole month. It is. I'm like, I don't have a birthday. I have a birthday month. So, yeah. I've adopted that. <laughs> I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> and... Somebody else I know has a birthday coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow. And that would be Lynn Norquist. Yeah, Lynn. She's right in there. She's happy birthday, Lynn. I don't know yeah. if you listen or not, but you. I do have a birthday tomorrow. You have a tomorrow. birthday tomorrow. You turn the big three seven. Thirty-seven. Wow. I've been trying to say twenty-eight, but no one's buying it. Well, I was that age one time, but it was two thousand two. I think <laughs> Sam Bear yesterday was like, Yeah, maybe if you didn't have all those gray hairs. Really? Well, he called thanks. your gray hair Thanks, out. you little whippersnapper. Well, I can't talk much about that because, you know, here's the thing about gray hair. And can I just be honest? Yep. I had no gray hair before I came here almost four years ago. Me neither. <laughs> well, I was. there's a little difference in 26. our ages. Though, yeah, I know you're 26. I was like 52. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I had, four years ago when I came here, I literally had no gray hair. And now, now you see it. This place will do it to you. Todd didn't have gray hair when he came either. He did not, did he? No. <laughs> but that was like 22 was, years yeah, ago. 22 years ago. <laughs> so, no, it's it's good. That's it's, So, happy birthday, Anita. Happy birthday, Lynn. Yep. Happy birthday, Brandon. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Anything just else another, going on? Just another day. Yeah. Well, you say that, but yeah. we all know how you are. Well, you know, I'm a diva. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> You wear your girl sweaters and you wear your yoga pants and you know. And all. Oh, here Speaking we go. Of that sweater. Let me ask you a question about it's that. It's a sweatshirt. Sweater. It's a sweatshirt. Okay, it's. A I sweatshirt. bought it in the men's department. I know you did, but was there more than one? Did somebody not, not maybe take it from the ladies and misplace it in the men's department? There was a whole section of them. Okay, I'm just checking. No, it was on sale. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm sure they were. It was, that is, you don't knock it till you try. That is the most comfortable sweatshirt. Dude, you look like Sophie Loren wearing that thing. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, you look her up. You you, you know okay. who that is. <laughs> so uh, Brandon and I are drinking some coffee today, um, and I'll let you explain that to us. Yeah, so this okay. is um, it's a coffee. Donovan Hitchings supplied it to us. And a couple weeks ago, he uh, was down in Foley, Alabama. They were shooting um, the ASA shoot down there, archery shoot. And um, he was on the line shooting with this guy. From Kernersville, North Carolina. I got, I went country when I said that. Kernersville. Yeah, Allie's uh, roommate in college was from Kernersville. No way. Yep. How many and, people from Kernersville? I mean, that couldn't be like more than what? A thousand people? Yeah, not many, yeah. I don't think. But anyway, so this is Breakfast Blend. It's by Savage Roasters. Um, says it's Savage Roasters. Savage Roasters okay. says it's veteran owned. Um, they are from Kernersville, North Carolina. Um, this was a whole bean. And so the, this gentleman, um, Sent Donovan some uh, a couple of bags of coffee to try. I wanted his feedback on him. His name is Eric Morris. He's one of the owners of Savage Roasters, and he was shooting okay. down there um, with Donovan, and they got to talking, got to talking about coffee, and and so shout out to Donovan not only for the coffee today for us to try um, the Savage Roasters, but he sends me a picture yesterday morning. I get a Snapchat. Um, it was right after first service, okay. and it was a Snapchat of a Black Rifle coffee bag. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take some. I can't remember how I how I worded it back right, to him. Right. And then I get a, a Snapchat back of a coffee mug, and he said, this is headed your way. And so before second service started, I had a, a mug full of Black Rifle Coffee's Escape Goat in my hand 
Was it good? It was very good. Really? Yeah, it was very good. So just one cup? Just one cup. Just one cup. It okay. lasted, though, because it was in one of those Arctic um, cups, and that thing, it, it kept it warm. Yeah. I actually set it down while I went up and preached, and then after I got done, and um, after communion, I came back and grabbed it, and it was still pretty hot. Well, that's pretty good. And uh, But thank you, Donovan, for uh, providing us with yeah. the coffee today. And it is a breakfast blend mm-hmm. from, again... Savage Roasters. Savage Roasters. Yeah, and it's and, actually, um, it's it's pretty good. It When I first started drinking it, it was it had a bitter. little bitter note I, to I it. I will agree with you. The more I drink it, the more... Like, the first taste of it was a little bitter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this or not. But the more that I'm... Um, Drinking it and yeah, no, and it's it, yeah, toast it's toned my out. taste buds. Yeah, yeah, it's toned out some. And sometimes it's the way you like. We did this in a pour over. Um, you know, I'm used to to brewing mine in in my bun coffee maker at home. So yeah, and uh, yeah, it's actually very good. And um, and I like my I like a darker coffee. And this is a breakfast blend. Mm-hmm. And breakfast blends are a little on the light lighter roast. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's very good. So yeah. um, yeah. So I thank you for doing that. And um, we'll have to give them. Thumbs up. Yep, absolutely. So I think that's really good. So thank you for that. And so I'll have to go on. If you guys are interested in this coffee, again, it is a breakfast blend. Yep. And it is called from, or it's it's from, from Savage Roasters. Savage Roasters. What my mind is. You blank. can actually, they've got a website. You can look them up. Um, it looks like on Facebook and Instagram. And you can go to savageroasters.com. I was on their website yesterday. Just checking that out a little bit. Perfect. So is it pretty, um, pretty, Price-wise, comparable. Yeah, it's pretty comparable. Yep. Yes, sir. That's good. So coffee's always good. Coffee's always good. So thank you very much, Donovan. Moving on to the next thing. Baseball lockout has been settled, so Mm -hmm. it looks like um, we're going to be playing baseball here in a few weeks or so, right? I can't remember. Did they set a date for opening day? Yeah, isn't it the 17th of April? I think. It's coming up this week? April. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I think, but I'm not sure. April, you're right, you're right. And... um, See, that's what the, that's when the opening day used to be way back in the day, like gotcha. before you had all this, you know, stuff going on. Right. It was like April 14th, 15th, 16th, around that time. Um, the, Major League Baseball, um, you know, my opinion, which is just like everybody else's, I think they're kind of, I think they're goofy. I mean, did you see they're, they've made the bases bigger and they made the bases bigger. The DH is there to stay in the National League as well. Boo. Yep. I agree with that. Boo. So, yeah, I just think, um, I mean, I know the DH and the American League. I think that's what separated the American League from the National League. And exactly. I know, and I talked to some people over the weekend um, where they were talking about, well, I think it needs to be universal. I don't. I think it just needs to stay in the American League. And here's what I think. I think that um, when you play World Series games in a National League park, you don't DH. And when you go to the American League, you do DH. And now back in the day when they first started swapping back and forth, the uh, you remember that when back in 76 yep. was the first time? I don't remember that, but yes. Well, I do because my, my Reds <laughs> were playing the Yankees in the uh, World Series, and Dan Dreesen was the first DH in uh, World Series history. And so what they did, they started that year, every game was going to be designated hitter. Then in 77, when the Yankees played the Dodgers, there was no DH. Okay. Then in 78, when the Dodgers and the Yankees squared off again, then there was a huh. DH. So it, it kind of went back and forth for a while, and I can't remember how they do it now, but anyway. But yeah, so I'm not real thrilled about that. Yeah, but. no, I agree with that. And up to this point, they have been. If you play in a National League ballpark, your pitcher hits. If you play in an American League ballpark... You can DH, and I th- I think that was that's kind of I don't know I like that because it does give a little bit of an edge to the National League team when they're in the National League no. Park because the American League team pitchers aren't used to hitting. Yeah, there's no greater scene in the world to me than a pitcher who can hit. Um, and I'm talking a pitcher yeah. who can hit. You know, I'm not talking there are 300 hitters. Some of them are. I mean, yeah. some of them have hit 300, like right. Don Newcomb and Bob mm-hmm. Gibson and guys like that. They'll hit seven, eight home runs a year, like right. crazy. Yep. Uh, Joe Nuxall for the Reds, he was a great hitting pitcher. Mm-hmm. I think he hit mm-hmm. like 15 or 19 home runs career-wise. Um, you know, like Warren Spahn hit almost 40 home runs. That's yeah. a lot of home yeah. runs for a pitcher. But when a pitcher can hit... Um, that is absolutely one of the most phenomenal things to watch. Cause yep. back in the day when I was growing up and you saw a pitcher come to the plate, like, you know, Seaver or Ryan or 
Kuzman or, you know, any of those guys, Jim Cott, those guys, if they didn't hit the ball, guess what they were able to do? To bunt the ball. They bunted the ball and runners advanced and you don't see that anymore. So I'm, I don't know. I'm not really interested in the DH, so. Yeah, I mean, the, the Angels had a, have, you saw him last year, didn't you? That, I'm gonna mess his name up, but. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Otani. Shohei, Shohei Otani or Shohei Otani. Yeah. Dude could hit. Yeah. I mean, he was in the home run derby. Yeah, well, I mean, his average stinks, but I mean. Right. But he can hit home runs. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much everybody this nowadays, though. I can't. I bet you could. Have you seen the pitching? Well, true. It's terrible. True. So there you go. So there's the the world of Major League Baseball. Before we skip to the next subject, which is um, you know the NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament. Uh, guess what we got coming up this week? Brackets. Well, we got good weather. Good weather. Did you see Wednesday? Sixty nine. I did see that. Sixty nine degrees. That's going to be amazing. Today's a high of fifty eight, and we got sixty one, and then sixty nine. You know why? You know what? You may not hear me complain one time over the next couple of days. I will I will keep track of that. <laughs> he, just, he just looked at me like, okay. I will keep track of that. No, no. I think what happened was God knew it was my birthday, and he was like, you know what? You need a break. Good, good weather yeah. for Brandon's birthday week. And you need a break from Craig complaining about the weather. And he needs a break from, yes. Oh, absolutely. by the way, good. Uh, I, I wasn't at church yesterday. Awesome job yesterday. Thank you. Preaching and um, great um, – Great setup too with my Bitmo picture hey, no problem. and the weather comment. So I don't, I couldn't hear what I was driving when I was um, watching it or listening to it. So but, yeah, there um, were there were some chuckles. Yeah, there were some chuckles. Quite a few people thought that was. But funny. I got to be honest with you, that television mm-hmm. is really not that big when you're standing next to it. Mm-hmm. But on the screen, when you're watching it, like on your phone or on television, that TV looks big. Yeah, that well, thing looks huge. I heard another comment yesterday about the setup up there too. And Donovan, we went out to lunch after um, after church, and Donovan said, "Hey, um, I do have one request. Next time, next time you're you're speaking, I'm like, oh gee, what's that? He said we need to get a box or something for you to stand on because you look super short back there compared to Craig. <laughs> I'm like, well, that podium wasn't as high as it was. Craig had it raised." And put wheels on it. So I did have it raised. You can blame Craig for that. And I still would love to have it raised about another inch. But he said I, he he said he was trying to get his phone in an angle where where he could hold it down, where you could just see like right the top of the bridge of my nose and my eyes and up. He's but he couldn't get it. Like <laughs> now in the video, it looks. I mean, it looks pretty good. Well, the cameras I mean, are also twelve exactly. feet off the ground. Yeah, exactly. So shooting down at you. So so anyway, good job yesterday and Thank all you. that. But so now we go into the. NCAA tournament mm-hmm. and it starts. Um, you guys play North we Carolina play plays Thursday. And Thursday, so at does Kentucky. Yeah. What time do they play? Oh man, I just had it. I just looked at it. I can't yeah, remember. Play in game start tomorrow. Kentucky is a two seven seat. o'clock seven o'clock. So we'll I get to watch seven. that. I have worship practice during the Carolina game. So hopefully they win and I can <laughs> We're watch. Squaring them. off against St. Peter's. Have fun. I have no idea who they are. Who is that? They're what a fifteen seed. 15 seed. How'd yeah. you know that? Because Kentucky's a two seed. I'm pretty good at math. Uh, uh, St. Peter. Who, actually, that's not even Okay, math. seriously, just... I don't know who St. Peter's is. Do you? Mm-mm. Like, how, how's that possible? I have no idea who St. Peter's See, is. See, what happens is these little conference teams win their, their conference championships. And do you want more coffee before I I'm pour good right now. Out? Thank you. And then, you know, they get thrown in as 15 and 16 seed teams. And... St. Peter's University. It's in New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Jersey City. Jersey. Jersey City. So there you go. There you go. So yeah, we'll see. That's, we, we will, um, my kids have been asking me for a week. When do we fill those things out for basketball? Oh yeah, it's about time, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll, we'll print those out and tomorrow at staff meeting I'll hand, hand the brackets out and. Well, you know who's going all the way. Come on. Tell me. Probably not. It's not, not Duke. Not going to be Duke, and, and probably not going to be Kentucky. And I hope. What did you say? You heard me. It's not going to be Duke, and you know, uh, Duke. Let's let's not even talk about Duke. That right. shouldn't even be anyway. Right. Um, but I, I'm going to tell you who's going to go all the way. North Carolina. Not going to be North Carolina. Yeah, I doubt it too. It is going to be Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I pick Kentucky to win every year. Good for you. <laughs> I never. I stopped a long time ago. I stopped filling my bracket out. <laughs> yeah. With my heart. I will give Carolina a first round win, and that's going to be a close game. That's going to be a good game. We play Marquette, eight seed versus a nine seed, and then if we win that game, we're going to get number one seed Baylor. 
Yeah. Well, so. let me tell you, uh, let me tell you this. Um, I, I'm probably going to agree with you on the Kentucky thing because um, we just uh, lost. Uh, we lost to Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, sixty-nine to sixty-two. So, and I know Tennessee was ranked two. We're ranked three, but mm-hmm. still, even we got to beat those teams. Right, right. We got to beat that team going into the into the tournament. So, anyway, I'll tell you who's going to be dangerous, and they're in Kentucky and Carolina are in the same bracket. Eastern Kentucky in, University. Yeah. No, Virginia Tech. <laughs> really, Virginia Tech is hot right now. I mean, they spanked Carolina the other night, and then they beat Duke pretty handily in the ACC championship final it. for their first ACC tournament win or their first mm-hmm. championship mm-hmm. ACC championship. So they're they're kind of coming. They're on a hot streak right now. It's pretty good, and uh, so tournament's always fun. I mean, it is. And, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know how many games I'll watch. I'll definitely watch. Try to watch Kentucky, but sometimes uh, I don't know if if you're like me or not. But man, if the thing that I don't like to watch is when. We're up two and then down four. We're yep. up by two and then we're down by one. You know, and it's back and forth the entire game. It's like, can you give me a twenty-five yeah. point run and a, and a lead, and I can go, you know, get something to drink, enjoy myself, and still come back and we're up by twelve. You right. know what I mean? Right. I need a little leeway. Right. Yeah. The, the, that works on your nerves when it's back and forth. Yeah, and then who's announcing these tournaments? Do you know? You know, is like Jim Nance is not announcing, is he? Oh, uh, I'm sure he'll be on one of the channels. He's terrible. I, he, he, he drives me crazy. I got a good story about Jim Nance, but I, I don't know if I should say it on 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 the podcast. But I'll tell you. Later All right, you can tell me it. later. We'll, we'll move later. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Personal so. experience with Jim Nance. So. Oh, great. <laughs> what's that? What's that saying that he always says? Hey, friends, isn't that his thing? Yeah. Isn't yeah. That? You know who I? You know who I like? Or I liked Dick Vitale. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a diaper just, dandy dipsy doer. <laughs> he's just, he's just a basketball fan. Saw you know yesterday. I mean? And he um, loves Kentucky. That's why I like him. I, and depending on the year, he likes Carolina too. But then other years he likes Duke. So he's just, whoever's good, he likes. I, I do like Dickie V. Um, saw yesterday where his um, cancer is officially in remission. Mm-hmm. So that's good. He, he's been kind of, Behind the scenes a lot this this year hasn't been doing a whole lot with the announcing stuff, so I doubt you'll see him. I don't think so either. But but that's good to Clark hear. Clark Kellogg's not announcing anymore, is oh, he? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. See, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Clark. He drives me insane. Yeah. I, I I I literally, if he's announcing the game, I got to mute the game. I can't, I can't listen to him. I can we put? Him. You know, I mean, why can't they get Brandon and Craig to announce? <laughs> That'd be awesome. The NCAA tournament with Brandon and Craig. You know what? I'd actually do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> that, actually, I would do that. Let's go. So, anyways, moving on. Yeah, we the people are like, okay, like, sports. Okay, We're you done guys with sports. need to move on. You need to pick this up. So, yesterday was a good day. I it heard. was a good day. I was not here. We so. were a little light for service. Well, it was time change weekend, and you know, you got to understand. And across the board, national, even before COVID. Churches always took kind Time, of a yeah. little bit of a hit. They somewhere between a ten and fifteen um, percent hit yep. on that. Sunday. Yeah, and I mean, all in all, we weren't bad. Second service, we were were better. You know, second yeah. service was pretty good. But you had a lot of new vis- faces, had some new faces again. Some faces again. Baptism so that's great. Had a baptism. Yep. Rob Rob uh, Goddard. Goddard. Yeah, you got to baptize. Him. I'm baptized. You're like John the Baptist right now. Right? You have baptized more people in the last like three months than. I don't know that I want to be like John the Baptist. Well, that's true. I'd rather not get my head sliced off. Now, the question I need to ask you about the baptism is this. Did you use... No, I did not use your waiters. See, that's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate. All right, so if you're if you're listening, Craig says... Craig's got these green waiters back there that, that Derek Wright broke, actually, by the way. Yeah, they're hard to put on now. Anyways, um, but there's these green waiters back there, and Craig, whenever he baptizes somebody, he wears these waiters. And he says, and I quote, <laughs> I... Like to baptize the way that John the Baptist, Baptist baptized in waiters. Amen. Okay. Okay. I w- was watching The Chosen. John the Baptist's character in The Chosen awesome. is great. Yeah, I, I love him. it. I love him. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know that I want to be like John the Baptist though. I, I exactly. would prefer to keep my head on my neck for a little bit, right? For a little bit longer at for least. A little bit longer. So, but anyway, good yeah. day yesterday. It I was got, good. I got to watch it, uh, from my phone and that's, Always weird. It's, yeah, it's so crazy different. what you see on the screen. Like we've talked about before, good way to stay connected, but absolutely, it is not the way you want to worship God every week, and it's not what you want to do every week. And I understand that uh, that's what some people have to do because of their jobs or whatever. Yep. Awesome, glad you guys stay um, connected that way. But, um, but honestly, if if you're just watching it on TV 
and can I just say it? You're just being lazy because you just don't want to get out of bed or you don't want to come. Uh, that's not the right attitude to yeah, have. You need exactly. to, you need to double check yourself out, and you need to get here and you need to worship with uh, the body of believers because the Bible tells us in what is in Hebrews, mm-hmm. don't forsake the assembly yep. together. Do not neglect meeting together. So if you're doing that and you're and you're choosing to do that week after week, uh, it's time to not do that anymore yep. and um, come and sing and you know fellowship and. Learn and grow, weird, and, but anyway, yeah. You think the word fellowship is weird? Yeah, it's kind of an old. It seems like an old word to me. It seems like a like nineteen fifty words. Hey, what uh, would you call it though? Mingle, come and, come and mingle, come and mingle with us. Come to the and fellowship. There you go. Fellowship hall. The fellowship hall. Yeah, yeah. The fellowship hall. Yeah. We let's call it the mingle hall. There's that. That would never mind. Let's not do that. <laughs> I was going to go down the whole Christian mingle thing, but let's. Yeah, we won't. So you did. Uh, you did a great job yesterday, and um, I thought uh, thank it, you. Everything looked uh, looked good on the screen, and uh, but yeah, I like I liked the topic yesterday that you had picked to uh, to wrap things up because I thought that was a good thing um, to do. Is don't don't get distracted because right now I think that's all we are is being distracted by every single solitary thing yeah. that we hear coming from the world, government news, everything. I mean we. We are so distracted by, like, we're distracted even when we're not being distracted by them. We're distracted by our phones. Yep. And yeah, absolutely. Go out to eat and watch how many people are on their phones. Oh, man, I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's something that I've tried to do better because I, I'm guilty in that, too. Um, but that's what I, what I was trying to get at yesterday, too, is sometimes the things that we're distracted by aren't even necessarily bad. Satan can use things that are good to be able to pull us away from God, to distract us gotcha. from what God wants us to be doing. So it's not even all bad things that yeah. are distracting us. Exactly. But. Yeah, I agree 100%. But yeah, no, I began by talking about how there were just some... I wanted to kind of wrap things up from okay. the, the series. You preached nine weeks. Um, I closed it out with the tenth week. Does it mm-hmm. feel like it's been that long? No, it went quick. I can yeah, be honest it did. with you. It, it went, did. It went really fast. But over those nine weeks, there were just certain things that really stuck out to me. And as I was mm-hmm. kind of going back through and looking at quotes and scriptures, you know, there were there were three major themes that I took out of that that I kind of wanted to kind of hit on first before I got into that idea of not getting distracted. Um, and so the first was that we are in a battle. Oh, definitely. And, and I think that that's something that... Satan is wanting to downplay. I, I want, I think Satan is wanting Christians to think, oh, we're not in a battle, you know, or a battle is bad. Mm-hmm. God, God is love. God is peace. God mm-hmm. is unity. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we got to love each other and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And, and so I think Satan's using that and making Christians uneasy with that terminology of being in a battle where, you know, it's like, oh well, yeah, but God doesn't want us to fight each other. Well, we're we're actually fighting Satan. Exactly, that's who our battles against, uh, and and so we have to first acknowledge the fact that we are in a battle. And exactly. I read from Ephesians chapter six, verses eleven through thirteen, and this is before um, Paul breaks down what the armor of God mm-hmm. is. But he says, "Put on all of God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil." And that's really what, that's where our battle's mm-hmm. against. It's against mm-hmm. the devil. It says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be, what? Standing firm. firm. And I love that, just on that idea of take a stand. Mm-hmm. You know, we are in a battle, yep. and if we put on the full armor of God, we're going to be fighting. Yep. But if we trust in God's you know, resources that he gives us, after the battle, we will still be standing firm. Amen on that. And I, and I agree with that 100% because um, you know, I love the part in there, and it's, we've read this so much, and you know, we've heard it so much as a Christian. We're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, right. but against the rulers and the authorities of the unseen world. And that is absolutely true, but we also need to realize that we're going to have to take a stand against those who, people who are doing evil. There's nothing wrong with calling out evil. Jesus called out evil. John the Baptist called out evil. We already talked about it. He was beheaded. Yep. The apostle Paul called out the evil of his government. He was in, he was in prison in right. because of the things that he was calling out against 
against the government. I mean, there were so many things that these guys did. It's like they realized that you're not fighting them, but yes, you're going to have to stand against them because they're being used on the evil side. Mm-hmm. You're being used on the God side, so you're going to have to take a stand. And so, exactly. um, that, those, those are really good. And I love the, I love, you know, put on the full armor, uh, every piece of God's armor, so you're going to be able to resist the devil. In your enemy, you know, in, exactly in, in a time of evil, and you do, you do, yeah. You know, put that on any piece. If you leave any piece off, you're you're going to be, um, what do you call compromised? You'll be compromised. And, and I said, you know, I said that yesterday too. What you were just talking about, I said, you know, while we may not be in, or no, sorry, while love, unity, and peace are definitely attributes of God's character, we have to remember that God hates, He despises. The Bible says He dis- detests evil. He does, and that's what we're fighting against is is evil. Yeah. For sure. You read a scripture, is it Deuteronomy, um, my phone is not like... Deuteronomy 31, 1 through 6. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I love that when, you know, he's like, but Moses told the people, don't be afraid, just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. And I think this is a big deal. I think we like to jump in front of God. I think we like to force God down a path. And sometimes the hardest thing in the world is to do absolutely nothing and allow God to work. So he's like, God's going to rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. For the Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Can you imagine listening to that as you're standing standing there and listening to Moses and you're freaking out? You need to stay calm. When Moses had finished giving these instructions to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now 120 years old. Wow. Happy birthday, Moses. Happy birthday, right? <laughs> and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has come to me, and you will not cross the Jordan River. But the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there, and they will take possessions of their of, of their land. Joshua will lead you across the river just as the Lord had promised. The Lord will destroy the nations living in that land just as he destroyed, oh man, Sihon, Sihon and, Og. and Og, and the kings of the Amorites. The Lord will hand it over to you, the people who live there, and you must and you must deal with them as I have commanded you. So, be strong and courageous. And I love that yeah. Moses is telling them what's going to happen. And the way I read this is, this is not going to be easy. Right. This this is going to be you're you're going to have a tendency to want to 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 rely on you and your laurels right. and what you can do. And I love so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. I love that. Yep. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor he will abandon you. Yep. Boom. Mm. I love it cuz He's not just saying, you know, be strong and courageous. He's saying, here's what's going to happen. So it's kind of yep. like we do this today. Exactly. Here's what's going to happen in the world. This is what's going to happen. This is what God tells us is going to happen. Things are not going to be any better. But guess what? Be strong and courageous. Exactly. Let God fight. Yep. Let God work in you and through you and around you. Yep. I love it. Yeah, that first section of scripture you read was from Exodus 14. Oh, okay. they were they were camped by the That's true. You know, by the Red Sea and, yeah, and I could the see it on Egyptians. My phone, so yeah, no, yeah. you're good. Sorry That's kind of that. weird it's when it's when you pull it up on your phone. But yeah, the, the Egyptians are closing in on them. And he's glasses. like he's like just stay calm. Yeah. And I love that. It's like how many times do you think Moses told the Israelites that though? Like, hey guys, calm down. Like they kept saying, "Oh, we were so much better off in Egypt where we had pots of meat to eat and all this." He's like, "No, you weren't. You weren't better off at all. You weren't better off." And so you were but, a slave. Yeah. And you worked 16 to 18 hours a day. Exactly. What I love about that section though that you just read from Deuteronomy where he's kind of passing the torch to to Joshua and he's right. telling them what's going to happen, you know, he doesn't talk about how they're going to defeat um those who they're going to come up against. He says God's going to cross over ahead of you. Right. You know, God's fighting the battle for you. You just have to be obedient. And the truth is is that God is fighting the battle for us. Right. We have to be obedient and we have to be courageous. We have to stay calm, and so that's you know just a, a great reminder you know that God is not surprised by anything. Mm-hmm. I said that yesterday. God is not surprised. We've talked about that. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, mm-hmm. you, you may be going through the loss of a, a child, the loss mm-hmm. of a parent. You mm-hmm. may be going through a sickness. You know, I, we talked about it before. I was in the hospital for five days with you know breathing issues after COVID. God wasn't surprised was by that. Was that what that was? It was not a vacation. Okay, thank you. I was just checking. Yeah. But you know, God, God wasn't surprised by that. No, no. God's not, not at surprised all. by anything we're going through. God's not surprised with what's going on in our world today. God Mm-mm. knew that it was going to happen. He's just asking us to trust Him, to be obedient to Him, and not to get sidetracked off of His mission that He's given us. And I get, 
into that later, but well, and that's and that's the point because you know we get sidetracked by everything. You know, somebody's sick and in the hospital, we're sidetracked, we're distracted. Right. Um, something happens at work or whatever, we're distracted. Something happens in the world, we're distracted. And what happens is you get distracted. You get distracted so much is you really do not do what God has called you to do. Right. And I got to tell you something, listing. Uh, Listing scriptures on Facebook and stuff, that's fine. Right. Awesome. Right. Perfect. But that's not what God's called you to do. God has called you to do something bigger than that and better than that. And we have to do that. And so don't get distracted by what is taking place in the world. And sometimes, guess who's the biggest distractor? Me. Mm-hmm. I distract myself exactly. more than anybody. Exactly. So, yeah, I closed out that section about us being in a battle with 1 Corinthians 16, 13. I, I love this. It's super short verse. But it's great. Be on guard. Paul says, stand firm in the faith. He's not saying stand firm on your own mm-hmm. ability. Stand firm on your own strength. He mm-hmm. says, stand firm in mm-hmm. the faith. Be courageous. And I just thought as we closed out this this series on taking a stand, mm-hmm. just what a great reminder. Be on guard. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you can't be on the, the defense. You have to be on the offense. Mm-hmm. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. And I, that's that's 100% true and and i and i i like the uh first point where you know we're we're in a battle we're definitely in a battle we're right this is what this is what we're in mm-hmm. and even if things were good 100 percent, we're still in a we're battle, still in a battle. We're still in a battle spiritually and then i like the uh, second point when you're like our foundation is in the bible alone yeah and that is true and you're right that uh, we've hammered that point a lot right over the last right. several weeks and months of that that's our foundation it's the starting point it's the ending point mm-hmm. it's the source of truth it's everything exactly so yeah i thought yeah. you did a good job with that i read that body bacham quote twice yesterday it was that good i like his because, beard. because I like his second... beard in that picture yeah, his, you beard, his beard's on point. Yeah, it is. Um, but you know, our second point was this, the, the, our foundation is the Bible alone. And then the third point is that the Holy Spirit is an amazing gift that we must accept and tap into. And so I read that, that quote by Vadi twice, twice because it, it hits on the Bible and the Holy Spirit. He says, we are to be led by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Never in scripture are we told to be led by our feelings or emotions. And that's what Satan is trying to do in our mm-hmm. world today. He's trying to, to, Push people to be led by their feelings mm-hmm. and their emotions. Well, think about it. That's what it was for the last 24 months with COVID. Yep. Now it's what we're hearing about Ukraine and Russia. Yep. It's feelings and emotions, feelings and emotions. There is no rationale thought to exactly. anything. It is all propaganda to get you to live on your feelings and emotions. Yep. He says, never in Scripture are we to be told to be led by our feelings or emotions because those will deceive you every single time. And they will. Yep. Yep, I read Every Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed. I love that. I like, I like how that is worded in the mm-hmm. NLT. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Mm-mm. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from mm-hmm. evil. Exactly. That's a, that is a very, it's a very familiar verse, but it's a very, what do you call it? Applicable verse. Yeah. Any day. I think we've heard it so much it goes in one ear and out the other. Exactly. You know, when you say trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding or do not depend on your own understanding. We've heard that so many times. It literally does roll roll right off our back. But right. really, that is an awesome verse when you think about it. Yep. Did you just take a picture of yourself? Sending a Snapchat to Clint Matlack. Oh, gosh. You know. <laughs> um, You had down there you know, this... um. Was this a quote or a point where you was like, God's truth must be the um, the truth that guides our every step and the only foundation that we stand firmly upon? Yeah. Was that your quote? Yes. That was just – You yeah. should have just put your picture up there. I should have put my Bitmoji up there. I'm going to do that. Right. Oh, speaking of that, what goes around comes around. Oh, gee. Okay. <laughs> and and all of the Bitmojis that you have of me oh, is scary. My, it is very scary. Yeah. Especially the one in that. Lady sweater and the yoga pants. That's going to be awesome mm-hmm. for Sunday. Yeah, that's great. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Me too. But no, the, the third uh, major theme that I took away there was the Holy Spirit is an amazing gift that we must accept and tap into. And and I said so often I'm guilty. I, I was talking about me personally. And, and I think that if everyone is honest, they would agree with this sentiment. But I think we're we're all guilty at one time or another of attempting to work through our junk, our temptations, our struggles, our battles, even everyday life when things are going great on our own and not tapping into the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. 
Mm-hmm. And and I know for me, like someone said something about, man, I felt like you were speaking to me yesterday. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. funny because I was actually speaking to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that for me is a struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. There are times where I knock that out of the park and I do great about relying on the Holy Spirit. But then there are other points in my life where it's like, Brandon, you know, as, as it as it said up there in, um, in that proverb, I'm impressed with my own wisdom. Right. You know, where it says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom, but there are times in my life where I am and I'm trying to work through things on my own and I'm not tapping into the Holy Spirit. Don't you think, though, when you're distracted that you don't allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like you're distracted because you and the distraction can be something minor. Right. But you're not allowing the spirit to work and it can be a distraction of just a twinge of anxiety or Mm -hmm. twinge of. Yeah. Worry, or it can be uncertainty. I don't, I don't know I mean, what it, I, I don't know what comes into that. It can be what you put into your mind. Um, when you do that, you're you're not really uh, tapping into the spirit. Agreed. And so, I think we've said this before numerous times. You have to be intentional mm-hmm. to walk and to live and to tap into the spirit. It just it's just not going to happen right, because right. I say I believe in God. No, you've it, you've got the gift. Yeah. Now it's time to use the gift. I'm the only one that can use that gift for myself. You're the only one that can do that. Absolutely. It's not like, you know, we've said this, I, I think I've said this at least 20 times. It's like if I gave you a box tomorrow for your yep. birthday and there is $100,000 mm-hmm. in there. And I'm like, hey, bro, all you got to do is open it. It's for you. It's your gift. A hundred thousand dollars and a hundred dollar bills are in this box, and you're so pumped and excited. But two years from now, yep. that box is still sitting on your kitchen counter, mm-hmm. still wrapped up. You got the gift exactly. It is set right it's, in front. It's of ready you, to be used, but you haven't tapped into it. You did, and you keep thinking, "Hey, I, I've got this money." And you're like, "Ali, we need to do this. We had this bill come up. We had to do this. We just don't have the money." Well, you had the. You have it. You have what you need. You're just not using it. And that's the same thing with you and me as a as a Christian. I have exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just not using it. Exactly. Yeah, and I used that illustration yesterday and oh, you did. I had a I had a present that was wrapped. You were driving though, so you didn't probably see it. I was but driving. no, I had a present that was wrapped sitting there and, and I I held it up. I said, This may be the best gift that I've ever received. What? You're like Mr. Rogers. You always got a visual aid. You have to I, I'm I'm a visual person. But you know, I held it up and said, this may be the best gift that someone has ever given me. And, and I was like, there's nothing in it, just so you know. <laughs> right. But um, if I don't open it, I've got to open the wrapping paper. I've got to pop the box open to be able to use it. It could be the best gift. I said, but if I take it after this service is over and I sit it on my desk for the next six months, mm-hmm. for the next 12 months, mm-hmm. what good is that going to do me? Exactly. And that's the exact same thing. That we run into with the Holy Spirit. God has given us what we need when the Bible is very clear. When we are baptized, and I love that wording, you know, I, I read from Acts chapter 238, Peter replied, you know, they're asking, what, 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 what must we do to be saved? Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I love that, that terminology where he calls it a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. God is giving us this gift, mm-hmm. and He's saying, "Here, this this is going to be something that you're going to open right now, and you're going to use for the rest of your life." But you have to tap into it. Exactly. And, and that's on that's not on God because God's already given me the gift. That's on me for not utilizing it, mm-hmm. for not using it, not tapping into it. And there are times where I rely on my own wisdom, as the proverb said, where I try to do things on my own. Mm-hmm. There are times where I'm like, "Yeah, I just kind of push the Holy Spirit off." Right. It's like, I've got this. This isn't that big. You know, I try to downplay it. It's like, ah, this isn't that big. I've got this. And that's the problem. We, we do try to hold on to it. We do try to, um, handle those things on our own and we push him aside because we think we've got it. And so when, when we think we've got it on the little things, we think that we've got it on the bigger things. And so that's where we get jammed up. We have to start trusting on those things that we think we can handle and allow him to work in that and mm-hmm. see what happens. And then that way we're not hitting the panic button when, when something goes when down. Something, right. Yep. And um and sometimes it's hard not to hit the panic button, even For when sure. you are walking with the spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Lot, you know? And I and I really do believe that that is just one thing that Satan tries to use. You know, Satan knows you. Satan knows me. He knows what's going to trip us up. He knows what's mm-hmm. going to you know get us off mm-hmm. track. What's going to distract us? And so I think Satan allows those thoughts to creep in. Of ah, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. 
I've got this. I can handle this on my own. And then the next time when it is a little bit bigger of a deal, you think, oh, I've got this. I can handle it. Right. And so that's a deception that Satan uses to, you know, make us think that we don't need the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look where that gets us. I exactly. can look back at my life and be like, wow, that that was dumb. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I liked your slide that you had in here, this really big don't get distracted. Yeah, so that was the main point that I kind of wanted to finish off with. I, I gave those first three points of just, and I told everybody, I said, you know, these aren't three points that Craig has used over the past nine weeks, but they are three of the biggest takeaways that I personally have taken from the series so far. Yeah. And this last point was was kind of my big takeaway for the day of don't get distracted. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And then you used, uh, what is that? Proverbs, um, four, 25 through 27. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet and stay on, stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. How? <laughs> Yeah, what a what a very good verse. Yeah, I, mean, I like. There's a straight, lot in there. That's pretty straightforward. It's pretty straight up. It is, but I just love that very first line. Look straight ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, and then down in there, verse twenty-seven. Don't get sidetracked. Exactly. That's like don't get distracted. Exactly. Right. Um, and I, I talked about you know how I asked the question. I said, and it's funny because you saw people shaking their head. A few mm-hmm. people raised their hands. It's like, have you ever been doing housework? And then all of a sudden you think of something else that you want to do or you need to do. And two hours later, you realize that you've done four other things and had neglected. You'd left the thing that you were initially doing mm-hmm. and it wasn't done. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I've been there. That's frustrating. But what the, the writer of that proverb is talking about is so much more than that. We're talking right, about right. A, an eternal you know, goal, not just yep. sweeping the floor. Yep, exactly. 100%. Yeah, it's good stuff because I think I think just the reminder, and I love I loved your takeaways from from that because I think that really flowed well to wrap this up. But I also think just the whole thing of don't get distracted mm-hmm. or sidetracked is something that we need to be reminded of every single day. Right. And sometimes maybe when we get up in the morning and at lunchtime and in the afternoon and in the evening and before we go to bed, you know, it's something right now we need to be reminded of a lot. Right. Exactly. It's so easy to get pulled to the side. Yep. I agree. And then I talked about, um, I just love Paul. I, I feel like depending on who he was talking to, he always did a great job of, of just really relating. Mm-hmm. And he, he gives this analogy in first Corinthians chapter nine mm-hmm. of, you know, us living our lives like it's a race. Exactly. You know, that, that idea of, you know, look straight ahead from that, that proverb. Right. I love that. You know, right. and first service I said, you know, we were watching, um, cool Runnings. You ever seen Cool Runnings? Mm-hmm. The Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. yeah and we were watching that a, a few weeks ago with the kids, and there's that scene initially on John where Candy is so good in that. He is. I love when it. When he can't get that helmet on, and he's like, bam! <laughs> <laughs> but early on, you know, when, when the, when they're getting ready to start the race, and, you know, the guy's, he's a shoe in. He's going to win the race and go to the Olympics for track and field. Right. And they kind of get distracted and they're looking around and the one guy trips, gets tripped up and then it trips like four of them up and they're on the floor and they miss the Olympics. You know, we've got to look straight ahead. We have to stay focused. And, and Paul says in first Corinthians nine, verse 24, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Wow. And that last line for me, I don't know about wow. for you as someone who, you know, does preach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, that one gets me. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Yeah. And so we can't get distracted and we can't think, oh, I'm good. Right, right, right. I'm helping all these other people. We have to make sure that we're good and Mm -hmm. we're helping these other people. But, you know, just that idea of run to win. Stay focused on the Mm -hmm. end goal. Don't get distracted by Mm -hmm. the things that are going on around you. And the problem with that, though, for me is that I, I know that I'm really not that good. For sure. And uh, so that's where you really, for me, not being distracted is not getting caught up in my messiness and right. my 
a sinfulness is to just allow God to work in me and to allow my focus to stay on God intentionally, you know, t- intentionally, right. and then that allows me because to do the things that that I need to do. Um, because, you know, you know, with what you do or I do or any other minister or any other staff person here or anywhere else, you know, people look at you differently than the way mm-hmm. that you see yourself. Right. And, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I'll see people out in public that'll be like, Hey, pastor. And I'm not really a pastor right. because the Bible says, you know, God has gifted some to be pastors and evangelists and teachers and preachers and, and all that. And I am not, that's not my gift right. to be a pastor. Right. Mine is to do what I do. Right. And I know that, and I've landed on that. I'm really, I'm, I'm really like the one talent man in the Bible, to be totally honest with right. you. And, um, so, um, I realize that, but, you know, you see yourself differently. So somebody might see you up front and be like, oh, you know, Brandon's this awesome worship leader, da, 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 da. And, you know, but you see yourself totally different. Absolutely. You know, and I've had that conversation with people before. They're like, you know, I'm talking about the fact that I don't have it all together. They're, you know, right. I have sin in my life and I have things yeah, that I struggle with. And, well, yeah, you yeah, know you that. <laughs> but, you know, and they're like, wow, really? I was like, I'm not perfect. I think the sin in my life is going to be a little less this week when we're hitting near 70. Well, that's going to help. It's it going will to help, help a lot. <laughs> yeah. So what about that dog video that I showed though? That was pretty good. So, yeah. but that's, that's how I feel sometimes. Yep. You know, they've got these competitions where the dog starts at the yep. start line and the owner goes to the finish line and it's just a straight path. All the dog has to do is go to the owner and he's going to and get a treat. All over the place. Yeah. But you know, they, they set up distractions on the, the outskirts of the course and that dog there, was like on everything. It was a ball, it was a ball. And then there was a big sausage and there was a treat and there was the, and he was on everything and he went back and it's like the, the lady in there is like, wow, that's the Holy Spirit. She comes and she nudges him with her knee at one point. Well, finally, I mean, he wasn't going to win the contest because right. his time was pathetic. Finally, she just grabs his collar and drags him across the finish line. It's like, right. there are times in my life where I feel like that's me. Well, that's a very good video for the description of, of, of us today. Yeah. Satan throws all these distractions. And you know what? And they don't even have to be bad distractions. Yeah, and that's what here's, I said. Here's, it can be your kid's sports. Mm-hmm. It can be your sports. Mm-hmm. It can be your job. It can be your hobbies. They, those are not bad in itself, but if they are distracting you right. and pulling you away from God, then guess what? You are being distracted. Exactly. And you don't have to be caught up in drugs or right. some illicit right. thing. It can just be something minor. Right. And that's what I said yesterday. It's like... All distractions aren't bad. You know, that mm-hmm. dog was like, ooh, a sausage. I like sausages. I love sausages. Right? So you're like, <laughs> me and that dog have a lot of in common. <laughs> I bet he had a tummy ache when that was done, ooh, though. He ate right. about everything on the plates. But keeping the main thing the main thing and not being distracted is really hard, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, for, my, for me, because, um, yeah. you know... We stand up and preach and I talk about taking a stand and yeah. don't get distracted and, you know, don't do that and all that. But I, you know, I got to work on this it myself. Happens. It just right. doesn't happen naturally. Right. right. Um, I have a hard personality and I've got a strong personality and, really? um, yeah. <laughs> and, and I can be stubborn a lot, but I'm going to tell really? you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I have to really work on this and I have to, I have to allow my personality to be funneled into where God wants it to be. Exactly. In. I'll take some more coffee. You want some? There's a couple drops left. No, I just poured I don't. the rest he, of it. He just downed the rest of it. He's on his fourth pot. I've got a half a pot at home that I told Allie. I'm like, I'm not even going to take this. I'll heat it up at lunchtime. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. And and that's why it's so important for us not to get distracted from the – you said keep the main thing the main right. thing. And, and I read a verse that we try to keep at the forefront of everything here is Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20. Right. And I didn't have everybody read it. You know, last time I did that, you said that you felt bad because, you know, we were doing that for a long time and then right. we had stopped and then I did it and you were like, I felt I bad. Used the, I actually used the, the, what I used, um, part of that scripture last week. Yeah. Week yep. before. Yeah. But yeah. It's just talking about Jesus came and told the disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of, of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I think we overlook that part there too, though. And so it is written. And and so it is. Yeah. But that just that idea of Jesus says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I think we get focused on everything else, but we have to remember again, exactly. we have to enlist on God's help. We do. 100%. And Jesus is with us. The Holy Spirit is with us. We just that have is to, the ball game right there. That, yep. That's the nothing else we do matters. If we're not doing that, then we're not doing what we're we're called to do. Right. And you know what? We could have five thousand people come here. If we're not doing that, then 
It's all for naught. It is truly one hundred percent all for naught, and uh, that was a good way to um, you know put a cap on that with that yep. verse. And the um, final verse is good too that you read in from Philippians. Um, what is that? Three, three, twelve through fourteen. Yeah, that's a really good verse. Um, the Apostle Paul, and, and I love Paul because I believe that he's very honest. Oh, absolutely. Who he is, where he is, what he's about. And, yeah, he was uh, never like, hey, I've got this all together. I figured it out. And he actually says this. Yep. I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection which Christ Jesus has first possessed me. Mm. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. And you know what? There is a lot in that verse right there forgetting the past and looking what can you imagine if most christians today would forget their past Mm -hmm. and look ahead i cannot tell you how many people i talk to and i sit down with on a daily daily basis they're focused on something that happened 10 years ago they're focused on something that happened when they were a child they're focused on how their parents treated them and so i i, I and know sometimes, it, and sometimes they use that as an excuse like that's a 100%, crush 100 that's a crush but then he says i press on mm-hmm. to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which god through christ jesus is calling us yep you have to press on. Yep. That's like the perseverance that, you know, when Jesus says those who endure to the end, you know, are going to be saved. That's perseverance when I when I read that. Maybe we should do like a three or four week sermon series on that. Call it amnesia. That would be good. Forgetting you know the what? past. I think you should do that. You think I should do that? I think you should do that. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But good job yesterday. Thank good you. stuff and good way to wrap that up. I'm I'm glad that you wrapped it up that way cuz uh, it's probably better than what I would have done. I I don't know about that. I probably would have been political or something, but well, we know you. Yeah. <laughs> you political? No. No. I'm not. No. You just I just said that for, true. I, right? I just said that for all my fans who think I am. So. Well, that's well. <laughs> They have to come to grips with that, I guess. <laughs> exactly. The so, Bible yeah, says what the that. Bible says. So, there it is. <laughs> So uh we got we got a few things coming up back to this week, right? We got uh on Saturday, March nineteenth is the women's conference cafe. Chocolat. I love chocolat. Yeah. Dove do chocolat. Um, I guess you can still register if you want to come. I mean Today's the last day. Today's the last day. Today is the last day to register Richwood.church forward slash women's. Yep. So and in those Women. of you who um you know, if you if you're hearing this, just I'm going to ask that you say a little prayer, um, yep. even though man, woman, or whatever. And you're if you're not coming as a lady, just say a little prayer for the weekend that God, you know, yep. will move and speak in a mighty way for that. So, and then I don't know. Um, I got this message last night about Young at Heart, their next meeting. And Young at Heart, if you don't know, is for 55 and over. Their next meeting is going to be on Saturday, March the 26th at 5:30 p.m. So. Um, if you have any questions, I would go ahead and contact Glenn or Lisa Smith and um, find out what is going on with that. And you can just email them to rccyah at gmail.com. You're really good at this stuff. You don't even have it in front of you. I don't. Yeah. And then there's um, the women's – is it Habakkuk? Habakkuk. That's starting soon. Yep. You can And you can find all of that information, ladies. Oh, April 6th. Yep. On the website and sign up for that and see what materials you need for that. Richwood.church forward slash women. And I'm going to put a bug in everybody's ear, especially if you are new to RCC over the last, say, 24 months. Yep. Yep. Uh, We are doing something that we call, we usually do it yearly, but we haven't done it because of COVID. We're going to do it on um, April 24th following the second worship hour. We call it Pizza with the Staff. And um, so we want to invite all of you who are new to RCC over the last 24 months or so, and you have just want to have pizza with us, we'll introduce ourselves, we'll get to mingle with you. There's the word mingle. Mingle. We'll mingle down in the fellowship hall. There you hall. go. How about that? So uh, we don't have any sign-ups for that. Just want to put the bug in your ear, but set the date, uh, April 24th, following the second worship service, and we'll give you more information That's later. That's right. We should have done that like an infomercial. We should have. Like, Do you like pizza? Do you want to know more about the RCC staff? They're like, no. Do you want to know more about RCC? No. Come and mingle with us in the fellowship hall. Mingle. 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 Yep. And then next Sunday. Yeah, buddy. We start a new series, Easter series, Yep. called The Road to Redemption. And I love the subtitle, The Sacrifice of the Cross. Yep. 100%. That's good. That's good. 
So we're going to making we're going to be making some little stops along the way with Jesus leading up to Easter and uh, some of his bigger you know some of his moments and you know time. So maybe we need a third subtitle: little stops with Jesus. <laughs> little stops with Jesus. I like that. Amish country with Jesus. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. And so don't forget about Easter weekend, which is really coming up in about, what, five weeks or so. Um, we're going to be having a Good Friday communion service on Friday, April 15th at 6 p.m. And hope you guys show up to that and then invite somebody to come with you on April 17th, Easter Sunday morning at 9 and or 1030. So that'll be awesome. Yep. It's going to be a good weekend. should be a really good weekend, I would think, right? I think my parents are planning on being back in that weekend. Are they? Yeah. Think your dad want to preach that weekend? I can ask him. Okay. Sing? Probably not, but he would maybe sing. You had your sister sing. We did um, We did Good Friday service there a few years ago. Dad and I did. I remember doing a Good Friday service with you when, during COVID. I remember that, too. You It was you and I and Clint in the room. That was pretty crazy. It was crazy. That was crazy times. Yep. We had some bloopers to that stuff too. Dude, we've got bloop, so many bloopers out there that if I had time, I could put an hour reel together. That would be awesome. Of our bloopers. We actually, you did put that one together. We should actually show that sometime, like during the countdown. Oh, you mean the one where you forgot my name? Exactly. I don't know how I forgot your name. You know, when the verse says forgetting what is in the past, that's not what it's talking about. I was like, I was like, everybody, um, I can't remember what you were, he did. Yeah. I was like, uh, that was the day we were both wearing flannels. Like we both looked like lumberjacks. We did. And I was like, um, I just totally forgot your hey, name. Hey, this is Craig and this is, oh man, I just forgot your name. I was going to call you Clint. I think it sucks getting old, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I have to pull that up. That's on, I think that's on our YouTube channel. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook too. We posted it on yeah. Facebook. It's so if you're always on, a good laugh. If you're looking for a laugh, yeah. Yeah. You, that's really what we, we should actually uh, put that in the countdown one day. Cause like yeah. three and a half minutes. I have to see it. what else I find too. Yeah. There's some good ones some out of those there. Those videos are funny cause we were like, do you remember the one where we, when we were recording services? I started in the completely wrong key from what oh, the yeah, instruments that was crazy. were in. Yeah. It sounded like I'd hit puberty. It did. It was his voice cracked twelve times in a was, in like a three seconds. It, it was, was the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's pretty embarrassing. It was. And then there was the one see, we pre recorded the services um and um sometimes, which was amazing during COVID, um Brandon and the worship team would do the worship sometimes without me, and I would record another whole day. And then I would splice and them all together. splice them all together, and you wouldn't even know it. And then sometimes we were all there together. Mm-hmm. Well, this was one of those days where um, he had recorded prior to me, and I recorded later. And so it was another whole day. So I'm up recording, and I get about <laughs> I halfway through the message. I, I remember that. And all of a sudden I stopped, and I'm like, um, I – I lost my place. I, I, my mind went blank. I don't even know. Can you splice that together? And he just says, yeah, I can do that. So I had to pick it back up again, which was crazy. And he did it and it was a crazy time. Yeah. You could barely tell. Then there was the one time I'd have my mic on and I had to come back in and redub my voice. Uh huh. That was weird. Yep. That was good. You did a good job at that. Yeah. We, we took care of it. Yeah. We did. Well, I mean, you were so predictable. Hey, everybody. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Hey. hey, welcome to RCC Home Church. <laughs> You're right, I did. You're right. <laughs> right? Predictable. How about this weather? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, How about that was... this weather in the Rona, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I like the uh, meme that you sent me today. <laughs> Gas prices are so high, even the Rona's not traveling. Exactly. <laughs> Numbers are down. <laughs> oh, mm. my gosh. Oh, good stuff, and... um Thank you guys for hanging there with us and they're done. They they quit listening yeah, twenty they, minutes they ago. Quit. Yeah, they they stopped a half hour ago. Right, exactly. After the NCAA. Wait, right? right. Maybe they stopped before that. They were like, Oh, they're exactly. on baseball again. Yeah. Baseball season's back, so they're like, ah. Ugh. No, it's it's good. Thank you. Um thanks for allowing me to be able to do what I do and Oh yeah. Give you a little bit of a, a reprieve there. And yeah, you wanna do it Sunday? Nope. You could do it. Nope, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wanna lead worship? Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Perfect. All right, well, I think we're good. Anything else on the radar? You hit Good no. Friday, you hit Easter, that's coming up. Nope. Yep. Okay. 
I guess that's good. good. Okay, good deal. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy the weather. Craig, enjoy the weather. You know what? I plan to. You going to wear shorts tomorrow? Uh, If not tomorrow, maybe Wednesday. There you go. Sounds good. Well, we hope you have a great week wherever you are listening from, and we hope you will join us back next week. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, push that button, and um, we will catch you next week. See you later. Later.